so he's, he's thanking Hashem the fact that he's been given this he's been given this precious gift him and his rabbis and, he's, and, and the type of child that he was the type of man that he was he was a Ben Yaakov and Echmer, because Ish Emes, a man of truth, Mufal Gotara, great and Tarachachim, Vyasha, wise and upright, Adin Bemizgai. He was delicate by nature, very able, sensitive. Vizach, the Midais of Atrumius, noble and refined in all of his Midas. Vashahaya Kosher, Benafshi, Vichidasi. And he was completely attached. He was attached to Nafshi Vichidasi on the deepest level of my soul. Go ahead and let's see what happens. Here's all the machine. So let's see if it goes. Nafshi Vichidasi, thanks, He was, We were attached on the level, on the deepest level of the soul. Adlimser is called Nafshi Vichidasi. He said, My son was, at all times, was prepared to give up his life for me. And after Hashem answered answered all of our tefillas, answered our tefillas, and and saved our son from that from that sickness that he was in. And he returned to us this beautiful and precious gift. And, and Hashem cured him from his dangerous illness. Nigzor alayni marm din kasha. A difficult din. A difficult din was decreed upon me from above. Din mar v'nimrar kazeh. A bitter and terrible judgment. Lo shuvu l'kachta mi'iti. That my son, after all of this, my son was taken from me. Bishnas tovshin v'amulchama. In the year 1940, during the war, Kibiyom Yud Beis Tishrei. On the day of Yud Beis Tishrei, Niftsa Kosha Ba'amdo Atzli. On the day of Yud Beis Tishrei, he was severely wounded when he was standing next to me. Ubetaz Zayin Ba'yom Beis Desukis. And on the 16th, of Tishrei, the second day of Sukkot, Yotzan Nishmosa Hakadosha, his holy soul, left him. Hakadosha Vatayr Bekedusha Vatahara, Viimo, and together with him, Gamzu Gosso, Kalosi Atzadekis, his my daughter-in-law, his wife, Vatznu Amaris Gitlzal, Masmuchu Tani Haravat Sadik, Ubnoi Shel Kedoshim, Marina Rab Shlema Chaim Shlita Yevalochav. Yom Yud Gimel Shabbat on the on the thirteenth on the thirteenth of of Tishrei his daughter-in-law was killed. Gam called Tikvas Atzmi Venavshi. I think what happened is that she was she was uh, going to the hospital. Her husband was in the hospital. The Rebbe's son, and she was going to the hospital. And there was a, and there was a bomb, and she was killed outside the hospital. All the hope that I had for my soul that would continue through them, through my, this was his only son, all hope that I had of continuing through them. In this world and the next world, Nigda was cut off. And my entire future. And my entire future 
they would grow physically and spiritually all of that was destroyed God has shivered and built in us so I'm broken that I can't it's impossible to bear only you Hashem the great wonders will be able to to be mechazically to strengthen me once again and if all of this he says Hashem all kindness is yours to leave voices upon him and all I have is embarrassment and shame my sins have caused all of this he says, Merciful Father, only you know, only you know the heart of a son, the heart of a father, and how much he loves his son. Only you understand the depths, the depths of that love. And therefore, who like you, can only you can understand how broken my heart is. Over it seats us, collapse me, how crushed is my very being. And despite all of that, I strengthen myself. To give you thanks. Yeah, just to give thanks to you, Hashem. For your great kindness. That you gave me this chus of having this precious treasure. Not only that, you added to his life four years. In other words, instead of the Rebbe complaining that, that his son was taken to him in the prime, in his prime, the Rebbe is thanking Hashem for adding on four years to his life after the illness. From the time that he had that illness, that sickness, till his till his death. I praise and give thanks to your holiness for this precious treasure that you gave me the merit of, of having for 31 years he was 31 years old his son and how good it was for me during those years the sun's rays dimmed in my eyes compared to the pure shine I saw in my son's face please Hashem have Rachmanus have pity on a poor Jew like myself and please listen to the to the cry of the heart that is wallowing in pain and sorrow. He said all the time that I was those years that I was privileged to have your great gift, my only child. I did all I could all I could during those years that I had my son I did all I could to watch him to care for him with all of my heart and soul with your help Hashem I protected him and my life meant nothing to me only his life 
Asuni Palatus Lamar, and now I am haunted, terrified by the thought. Eifahu Haben Hayakar. Where is my precious child now? Ubame Eshmer Osoatan, what can I do to protect him now? Hello Gamba Ad Gufa Odin Vazah. Hashem, you know that that for his delicate body and his pure and refined body, I was prepared to give up my entire life. And where is he now? And how is he now? Where he is? How is he now? My soul is, is trembling greatly and is fearful. What can I do now for the one who is more precious to me than my very being? What can I do for him now? I need to do something for my son. That nothing evil should befall him, God forbid. I also I want to protect him that he shouldn't be worried, he shouldn't be afraid. My soul is exhausted from trying to, to from, from thinking about this. What can I do that's good for him? Can I do something to help him? Show me Yisrael, protector of the Jewish people. I ask you, Hashem, to protect our son. Elimelech ben Sion. You have taken from me to yourself. May their righteousness, may their righteousness always be before you. And my tefillahs, my, my Torah learning, and my davening on their behalf, on behalf of my son and my daughter-in-law, may that davening, may that learning always help them and be before you. Hashem, bring them near to you. Give them all your delight and goodness. Master who is good and gives good. Hashem, take them all the time higher and higher. Even higher than their holiness and their righteousness in this world. And take them higher than any of the Torah and davening that I can offer, offer on their behalf. Gather up their souls in the bond of life. Ata Hashem Nachalasum Hashem, you are their inheritance, their portion. Vienuchu b'shalom u'mishkavam, and may they rest in peace in, in the place where they lie. Rabbanu Shlom, Master of the Universe. Haman no dialets are usaynu hagedolus admod Hashem. Say enough. Say it's enough. Just put it. Put an end to all of our sorrows. May the precious souls of those who have passed away may be a, may they be a kapara and atonement. And called with all of our difficulties in civilization and with all the difficulties in civilization and our suffering. Shalamaisim achaim for those those who have died and, and those who are still alive. for all of our sins. Rachem na Hashem. 
Hashem have pity. We are to I'll call Yisrael from now on on all on all Israel. Bechlal b'shat on all on the entire people and on every individual. Bechasadim taivim take it from Yad and revealed goodness immediately. V'ni elogam ani gam tzatzai may I be and my my descendants not descendants and kol hanilvim elainu. And all those who are attached to us, all Yisrael, and all Jews, the Chlal Harachim and included in your compassion and kindness. As I cannot take it from Yad Gulish Shleimus Chesamaisim, Lishu Amitis Gufonis Rochnius Amen. And may we be zayichet to the immediate redemption, to the resurrection of the dead, to the true salvation in body and soul. All right. Now you see here, I'm sorry to say about that, that's, um, <clears throat> these, these next tires were added on later. They were found among the writings. I'll tell you something interesting. But I met somebody in Brooklyn on Wednesday who came over to me. I don't know how he knows me, but he came over to me and he said that he has that he has access to four unpublished tires of the age Kaidish. So I'm in contact with him to try to, to get these if it's possible we should be able to, to publish them in Zeich and the Shmasa. I asked him, how do you have these? He says, don't ask any questions. We'll talk later. And I have, I have there are four tires that, I, that haven't been published. So we'll see. These are some tires. As you, if you see here, in the, it says, Hamamarim the Kuntras Savizerus Aislam Edvav Shegila Deni Yachid Maksavman Eskar Matzavah Hinamachelik Meishimus Mechaberan Admarzatzal. All of these writings that we have are only some of the papers of the Rebbe. Geral Yesam Hamamarim LeYedulanu. There are many other, there are many other teachings. We don't know what happened to them. We have a few, we have a few uh, mamarim, some of his teachings that were written by his holy hand. And we're connecting, we're adding these and publishing together with the with the, uh, with the rest of Tzavazirus. Okay, Lamidvav. I mentioned this by the by the Rebbe's yard site a few months ago. A person has to make ladders. He should be able occasionally, sometimes, to pull himself up and to climb up to heaven. And the Rebbe says, "Anigin who echod Anigin a song. That's one of the best ladders. Anigin." and particularly and particularly if there was a simchal mitzvah and you continue to sing after the joy of the mitzvah with a broken heart every Jew is blessed with a portion in the world of song it doesn't mean that he's necessarily it doesn't mean that he can carry a tune that doesn't mean he's necessarily a good balmanagin but every Jew has a chalik from that world that's called the world of Nagina. There is a hechel, there is a chamber in Shemaim, there's a, there's a reality that's called Elam Hanigan, the chamber of song. 
Lachain, therefore, days Shemenagnim Nigan. Therefore, at a time when a Nigan is being sung, Sarach Laira Chelik Meolam Hanigan Hashabo. That song has to awaken, awaken within him a, por- a portion or a feeling that comes from the Eilam HaNigin, the world of song that's within him. In other words, his own, from his own Eilam HaNigin. Every single Jew has his own personal connection to the, to the Eilam HaNigin. And at a time when there's a Nigin that's being sung, you have to try to awaken within yourself Something has to be awakened within you that comes from, from the world of your nigunim. Vim love, and if not, if all you're doing is you're singing somebody else's song, so that's all you're doing is you're singing along somebody else's nigun. That's like swallowing somebody else's saliva. That's like swallowing some, somebody else's saliva. So, <coughs> the Rebbe is saying that when you hear a niggin, so that when you hear a niggin, of course it's that niggin that, of course it's that song that that initiates a response. But the song has to take you to some place, uh, some place within yourself, not just to, not just to hear that niggin and to sing over that niggin. With, that, with, with the words that, with all that's in that niggin, or if it's without words, just that, that niggin and to go along with the niggin. That, but the purpose of the niggin is only to get you started. Like we see by the Nevi'im, that they were Ruach by Dovid HaMelech, like Nagin HaMenagin, that when the harp was being played, that would awaken within Dovid HaMelech his own Ruach HaKadosh, his own inspiration. So that's, that's, that's what a Nigan does. That's why I remember the first time when I was maybe, when I was maybe um, 10 or 11 years old, there's a friend of mine, and there was a certain Tanakhachim that was a, a Stalin Chassid. And he took, and he took the two of us to Simchas Beis Shoeva by Stalin. This is before, this is before the days when it became a whole commercial thing, and you know, and people hanging out, and then Borough Park. This was a long time ago. And, I went to Stalin, and, and, uh, it was great. We had a great time. I, I, I'd never been to such a thing. And we were dancing, and I, and I, uh, and I asked this person who took us, what's going on with this nigga? It was the same nigga for like an hour and a half. Because, you know, where we grew up, after around 30 seconds, you're tired of it, right? Let's move on. And you go to Hasna, you know, 30 seconds later, a minute. How long can, uh, how long can, uh, you know, because why? You understand the chilik. And he looked at me like an idiot. That was the biggest time, like as, by the chassidim, as it was getting more, as the time was going on, the chassidim were getting more into it. It was like becoming more of a rikun. It was becoming, and, and I saw it, and I just didn't get it. I said, well, no, why can't these guys, they, that's it, they don't know any other song. And this, this, is, this is exactly what's wrong with us. You see, by the, by the chassidim, the nigan, the nigan was only to get them started. The niggins to get them started. And of course they're singing along the niggin, but by that time the Nishamas are someplace else completely there, in that place of their own niggin. But if all you have is a niggin of the of the orchestra, then you know, okay, for a couple minutes, you're tired. It's time for a new niggin. It's time for a new niggin, that's it. Bechalal nowadays, and I'm not going to go to the music, but Bechalal nowadays is not, it's, 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 these are not called Nigunim at all. These are Stam, uh, 
the stam noise was going on in those Larshkai. It's worse than noise. It's, 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 it's this disgusting and inappropriate impersonation, imitation of what, of what Jewish music was is supposed to be. So this is the, so the wonder why is it that the kids will do a little they'll do a little uh, dance because they used on the radio the song the song will be for a minute a minute and a half. How long can the song go? So after a minute, a minute and a half, we're ready for the next, uh, ready for the next nigan. Ready for the next nigan. Because that's not, that's because there's no nigan that you have of your own. All you have is the nigan that's on the tape. All you have is the nigan of the guy that's playing the instrument. You don't have anything of your own. And if you have nothing of your own, then it's a very short-lived song. It doesn't, have, it can't endure. It can't go any, it can't go beyond the limitations of a normal song. So the same way, you hear a Geisha song, it takes a minute and a half. So you hear a Jewish song, it takes a minute and a half. But when there's real Nagina, when it's real Nagina, it doesn't have to stop at all. You can go like that, you can go like that uh, the whole night with one Nagina. When it's real Nagina. But this, the expression that he uses is that, is that if all you have is the other person's Nagina, it's like swallowing someone else's saliva. And so that person wrote the Nagina. That person has a Nagina that gave him something that comes from somewhere within him. That's his own Indian. And, and all you do is swallow that which, she, which he's already been which, he, which he's already been swallowing. That's all you're doing. It's not your own bechlo. There's, 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 there's tremendous depth in, the, in these couple of sentences. What bechlo, what what nigin is, what a nigin is, is tremendous, tremendous aimik in this. And somebody by the tzaddikim such a thing that that uh, what nigin what nigin was what, what nigin can do. It's 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 a remarkable Indian. Okay. Lamed Zayin. I guess there's a couple of things here in Yiddish. A couple of words in Yiddish, and that's not my native language. Others here who know Yiddish, so I'll uh, but I'll read it. Don't laugh. When Baruch said Kenanayish Musan, Hashem is Baruch. He says that a person should be able to, to speak to Hashem. A person should be able to speak to Hashem. Not only with speech. This is a teaching that's found in Rabbi Nachman's writings and many, many places in Rabbi Nachman's teachings. So that a Jew should be able to speak to Hashem not only with spoken words, but he should be able to speak to Hashem in his mind, in his thoughts. Like it says in, like it says in Eichel, Tsa'ak libam el Hashem. Right? Their hearts screamed out to Hashem. Their hearts screamed out. There's such an Indian that a person can't say it. He can he doesn't say the words. But the heart is screaming. In thought, he's calling out to Hashem. This is the Indian of Mimamakim Krasicha Hashem. That I call from, I call to Hashem from the depths. The depths meaning that which transcends speech. We talked about this last night and, and last week in the morale shia. We were doing a piece to help understand the morale. We were doing a piece from the Rebbe of Shalom, Shalom Bear from Lubavitch. That that there is something that's mamish beyond Diba that you can't articulate, you can't express in words. A person should be able to turn to Hashem even in his machshavas and his thoughts. Be mamakim kasich Hashem to come from a deep place. Ani eini adem uma. I know nothing. How do you read this? Rakfun mein tippenish red 
So Harari is supposed to be tipnish. I know nothing from the silly. Uh, I know nothing on the silly or superficial level of my soul. Is that what it means? Tip is. Oh, the teeth, like teeth. Oh, from the teeth in this, all I know, now that's all I have is from the depths of my soul that cries out by itself. In other words, that's all I have is from the depths of my soul. So nothing, nothing silly, nothing superficial, just from the teeth, from the deeper part of my soul. Rabbani Shalom. Dubist, okay, how do you read this? Dubist Nantan Zenin Mirvait. You're close, you're close yet you're far? And we're far. And we're far. You are so close and we are so far? And we are so far. Stark, stark is unzerotzen, our, our will is very strong. Schwach is aber unzerichoilus, but our ability is very weak. Right? You bring us closer to you with your infinite strength. You bring us closer to you with your infinite strength. Lamed Chas. Okay, it's back to Lashon Kaidus for Hashem. Im Alulachap is Gamim Uchlalim. This is this is something when I first saw this. I thought a lot about it, and you know, and, and it's really it's really very it's such a practical piece of advice. If you have personal rules and expressions or sayings in your service of Hashem, that's good. And if you don't. Oisu, this is a sign. Oshayna tashakei asatzmucha veschayecha b'tayra humasu. It's a sign that either you are not really immersing yourself entirely in Torah and in Musa. Oshata sandal, which is an expression really from Chazal, means that you like a you like a shoe, means you have no you like a nothing, you have no personal identity. Well, what, what does he mean here? What's, what's he talking about? Personal expressions? He says personal rules. Many times you'll see in the writings of Sadiq, for instance, uh, last year I read the biography of Shalom Shadron. That was put out in English, the biography of Shalom. And they have the Tzatlach. They even took, they even have, I guess the family gave, that they found in his drawer, little pieces of paper where Rav Shalom had different Kabbalists on himself, how much to learn, and different, like, tefillahs that they found, Hashem helped me to finish this Gemara, and, you know, different, different things that, like, there were different things that he saw in Svarim that struck him, so he, so he wrote it down on a piece of paper, things that he found that he, that, and he saw in a safer that made, like, a big Roshim on him, and they found all these papers all over that he had, from these, from these things that, that uh, either commitments that he wanted to make, feelings that he offered to Hashem, or, or uh, pieces that he saw in different places that, that, that had a particular color over him. So the Rebbe is saying that, the Rebbe is saying that that's something which every Jew, every Jew must have. And if you don't have it, your own personal, your own personal rules, meaning like Kabbalists, like that the Shalom would have, that I'm not gonna, that I'm not gonna speak for, for these hours of the day, there's different things that you see. During Elul, we have from, we had this, we have from many Tzadikim that they have, that during Elul, 
special things, special rules for the individual. Not halacha. Not what's in shulchan. Special things that a person wants to work on, <coughs> like a diary of some sort. He says that if you don't have this, then it's a sign. There are two possibilities. One is that you're not that you're not really serious about your learning and about your davening and about your avodas uh, Hashem. Not really serious about it. Well, the other thing is that you just you don't have any personal identity. You're like a zombie. Shata sandal claim a blood You have no personal. There's no ani. There's no I. You just you just do stuff and you don't, you live outside of the inner. You're not connected to your inner self at all. But if you're a person that has any shaykhs to your soul, then there must be, in your Avodah Hashem, these personal expressions of, of, of seeking Hashem and of trying to be a better Jew. It doesn't necessarily have to mean writing, but in a person's mind. There are certain, there are certain um, clothes. To write down certain things is certainly good. Kimisha because any Jew that's truly making an effort to draw his entire life with all of his being into the life of Torah and Musa might say he will find many obstacles many things in his way and he said I'm not just talking about external obstacles that's not something you have to put down in writing everybody knows that everybody knows his difficulties with Parnassah that this, that this person owed me money he didn't pay me and this guy this guy was supposed to hire me for that job he never hired me he says those are not the equivalent that I'm talking about everybody remembers those he says what about in your service of Hashem the mini is the equivalent things that are holding you back things that are preventing you from moving forward and serving Hashem and you're learning you're davening difficulties that you're having that you're having within yourself for instance there's laziness that you're inclined towards negative midas bad midas these are all obstacles that we have in life and if a person is truly always fighting and is involved in this milcham of trying to overcome these these difficulties these shortcomings that he finds within himself sometimes he fails and sometimes he's victorious he succeeds he said that from all of those wars of trying to grow more and more in serving Hashem as what emerges from all of that are certain rules. This whole cipher is that. That's what Tavaziras is. That's what this whole cipher is. And this must be just a drop in the ocean of what the Rebbe of what the Rebbe had. The name of Shavatov, that's all these things are. Are personal personal ways of dealing with difficulties, even the last thing we're reading about his son. What was that? All of this. It's all that this is about succeed and how and, and even to, to to go and to try to understand what happened so that it won't happen again. When he knows that this is the way that I was able to this is how I was able to get to, to be Menatzeh. In other words, this is how in that particular situation I was able to be victorious. This is what worked. The way that a person would write down, that the person would write down some some insight that he had in business, and he knows that using this method he was able to be matzliach. He was able to be matzliach. 
somebody I know that that, that wrote that, that sent me a, a book that he wrote on on how to succeed in the stock market. This guy wrote a book on how to succeed in the stock market. So uh, when I saw him, so uh, so I'm, I'm, I learned with him now a little bit. So when I saw him, so uh, I told him, thank you very much for sending the book, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna have any use for it. You know, how to succeed in the stock market. You have to. I think they say you have to be in it. So he said, that's okay, because I might not be able to apply anything that you're going to learn with me either. <laughs> no? I said, it's good. It's good. So, uh, the, of course, the chilek is that, that we're, born, we're born with a piece of Hashem and it's not a piece of Wall Street. That's a, that's a big chilek. But it was a good line anyway, yeah? So... So when a person, when a person is in the milchama, when he's in the war of of being a Jew, the Rebbe says there must be, there must be things over the years that he's picked up. You know, things. This is what I should stay away from. This is what messed me up, and I have to remember. This is what worked for me. I mean, we have a little term. It's just, most of us have planned that. You just, you know, you go. You see, you try to be on Hashem's plan, and you do. You know, you do your best you can. You plan film, do this, you do that, and you just go right until I'm in front. You get it until it's finished. So Rabbi says that it means you haven't immersed yourself. Either that, or you're a zombie. You have no feelings at all. You're not. Your whole your whole Yiddish cat is not coming from a deep place. It's just coming from, imita- from imitations. You're just you know you're just doing you're just going through the motions. But if you really, really, he says, if you're really searching for this truth of serving Hashem to the best of your capabilities, Stavi says that it it has to be. That's why I tell you what one of the one of the most fascinating things is to read letters from Sadiqa. Like, for instance, in, in all the Salonimus Svarim, in the back of the Salonimus Svarim, they, 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 the last Rebbe, the Nesiva Shalom, he printed also, he, he printed all the Svarim. He also printed letters of the, of the Tzadikah that were sent, very often were sent from Europe to the to the Chassidim there to sell letters. And you have from a lot of Tzadikim their letters. You have not only from the Chassidim. You have... Rabchaska Levenstein. the great Meshgiah from Panavish. Rabchaska, there are, there are letters from Rabchaska that are unbelievable. Unbelievable letters. Because what you find in the letters of the Tzadikim, that you don't always see in the regular Sefer, in the letters you see the personal, the, that personal avoid of the Tzadik, like what he went through and what he's suggesting to his students and to the Chassidim. And the I, I always thought it would be a wonderful thing if there'd be somebody that would gather together from all the different strum to put out not just a series of strum of collection of, of letters mechtavim, mechtavim, from Sadiqim the Rebbe from Taldus Aaron the last Rebbe from Taldus Aaron mechtavim, it's called Asifas Mechtavim unbelievable letters like with Aces he says and he, says, he writes to Chesidim like I tried this they're letters that are written to nine year old boys Eitzes and Chizik, right? You look at the Mechtav and how many have from Lubavitcher Rebbe, how many volumes there are. So it's Muradik. How about the Lubavitcher, the Rebbe did come out that you don't see anything personal uh, coming from, about himself. Come out you don't see from Lubavitcher. But the, the, the Cholom, the, the advice, the Eitzes, that are not, not just just not just in general, but to that individual person, what, what that person needs. And, and, and based upon that individual's personality, 
how he should draw himself closer to Hakadosh Baruch These are in the letters that you see a lot of this. Throughout all this war, he eventually comes up with, with certain rules and guidelines. This is the way that I, this, and if I use this method, I'm successful, and the other way, I failed. And since everybody's different, all human beings are different, and therefore his inner wars, his, his, his victories, and his defeats, of one person is not like the other persons. Therefore, Therefore, it's not enough to read somebody else's. That's like somebody else's song. It, it helps to read like these letters. It helps to read from other people. But everybody's different. Everybody's different. Your, your own personal and your animal are, are different from the other guy. Each person according to his own, his, his own way, his own image. And if you don't have, if you don't think of any of these klolem, simon who, this is a sign. Again, there are two possibilities. Either you're not really in the war at all. You're not in the battle at all. You're not, you're not struggling to become a better Jew. That's why you don't, you don't see any victories and any failures. You don't think of them. You don't think of any victories. Imagine you kipper for a minute until it runs through your head and this was good, this was bad. But like this, day to day, you don't see yourself as in any way being victorious or in any day, on any particular day losing. You go to bed at night and you ask yourself if you bechlal make a cheshman, because most people like the second thing, an anonymous being. So most people, they just get up, they do their thing, they go to bed. They don't make a cheshman, like what happened during the day. Or they make a cheshman, they think that the, they make a cheshman over business, they make a cheshman about the kids, whatever it is. But in terms of one's relationship to Hashem, he says, a person that's not there, that doesn't think of, of how was I victorious today in serving Hashem, and how was I, and in what way did I lose when I was on the street, what were my eyes turning today, what did I look at today, what did I speak about today, what did I listen to today? How was my Torah learning today? If I, le- if I was able to learn for an hour or two hours, was I concentrating? How did it go? How did I treat my wife today? How did I talk to the children today? If a person doesn't go, if a person doesn't conclude the day by going over victories and defeats of that day, so the Rebbe says it's generally a, a simon that uh, he's not in the war. He's not in the war. I, I once I once mentioned to you. I remember I was I was teaching some my I was teaching a, a chaver some years ago, and I was talking about Chazal that says kolas cautious, kashas. Right? All beginnings are difficult. And I was explaining that when a person begins serving Hashem, it's very difficult. Kolas cholos kashas. So there was a guy there that, that said. He said, I, don't, I didn't find it difficult at all. So I said, that's just a simile you never started. That's all. That means that you didn't even begin. But if you really began, it would be difficult. 
say, so what do you mean? I, I keep Shabbos. I said, ah, you didn't really begin. Because if you really, really start something in the Vedas Hashem, there has to be a Muhammad, there has to be a war. There has to be a war. So like, you know, somebody like me or you, we can walk into some little, some little Steve Angula, and you see there like an 80-year-old, 90-year-old Tzadik, making Cheshmanefesh and crossing, crying about how he, how he has to do tshuva. And you, and you feel like putting your arm around him and saying, you know, look at me, I'm such a happy guy, what's wrong with you? I'm just saying, you know, why don't you, you know, loosen up a little bit, take it easy. You know, like, uh, you're really getting yourself all worked up over this Judaism business. And that's what it is. And he would walk into one of our places and, and he would think that we're lunatics. He said, these either they're the biggest tzaddikim or they're anonymous beings or they're just zombies. And, and you can rest assured that that yidl over there, he, he, there's nothing he did during the day that you or I would think was wrong. We wouldn't be able to figure it out. What was wrong? And it's sebrochen. He's sebrochen because maybe during davening for, for 10 seconds his mind wandered and he's making a cheshman for... And people are like us. If you concentrate during davening, you go to sleep, you wonder what's wrong with you. So I don't know what happened. I, was, I, actually, I actually was thinking about the davening today. It's, it's, it was so far from, from making a cheshman a nefesh. So what I'm saying, like, we, we tend to think, this, you think like this is for advanced, for advanced Jews. The Rebbe says this is the beginning of Yiddishkeit. It's not, it's not an advanced level. Like the beginning of Yiddishkeit is that you're in a Mulchama. And when a person's in a Mulchama, <clears throat> every single victory and every single defeat makes a difference. It's important. So if you go throughout your life and you're not, and this is not something that you think about, not to make yourself miserable if God, God forbid, but to, but to be a person that's with a husband. He says, and these are the two possibilities. Either you're not really in it, you're not really in it. Or he says, Shomin Sandal, you're an anonymous being. You don't have any eye. You're not connected to anything deeper inside yourself. I guess, Shainam Magish is You don't sense your own self. I guess he can tell the difference. Like you have a guy, like when he hears a song, he can hear some song you know, in the 60s, and he feels like you know, he's being transported to some like, deep thing inside of himself. Or he reads you know, a sonnet by Shakespeare, or a poem by Emerson, and it takes him like, to something inside of himself. But, but, uh, but Chumash Rashi doesn't do it for him, right? Or, uh, or, or to read a safer doesn't... Navajah uh, Hashem, he doesn't have that feeling. So that might be a person who's not a sonnet. It might be a person who has a feeling of self, and he's looking for something deeper than himself. He's just, unfortunately, he's looking in the wrong place. He's looking in the wrong place. He's not finding in Torah. That's a different kind of a problem. That means he's not in Torah. He's not in learning. And they say that even by the guy. He's into the music. He's into his thing. He's into something else. He's not into the Bible. But at least he's into something. He has a self. And he's invested in himself into some marriage kind. He's, you know, you see it's like somebody, you know, like when we were growing up, you know, in school. So it was divided between the Yankees and Mets fans, right? It was, it was, it was a whole, the whole line, it was like some, there was always some, like, some nut that was a San Francisco fan, but nobody paid attention to him. Generally, it was Yankees and Mets, right? Boston, it was always a Boston. But, but generally, it was Yankees and Mets, generally. And these were the Muhammads, but they were Muhammads, like, you know, pushing and yelling, and, and it became special, it came, to, you know, towards the end of the season, and it was such a passion. Well, you have a person that you know he'll put on a sword and he's you know he'll start crying but he is so you know there are different ways of seeking the self 
but but if you if you don't find that in Torah and in Tefillah, it's a sermon that you're not investing in. You're not in the Nuhom, you're not in the war. Then you have another kind of person. He just the call doesn't he's not he's not like that at all. He just doesn't feel. He doesn't he's not connected to anything at any deeper level. Everything is just he just goes through the motions of life because it's just a shallow person. Nothing nothing he's not uh, he's not coming to any part within himself. That she says, "Hashem in Sabbos, Hashem in Magish is Atzma." V'lo gila bekirbot surasa hamichedes. He's never ever revealed within himself his own unique tzura, his own unique essence. He's never found within himself. Sometimes the only time that a person finds that is when God forbid something tragic happens and it shakes him to the core. And he starts to think about life. Or sometimes you have a person that starts to get older. <clears throat> something happens to set off to set off a certain feeling of, of that inner of that inner life that until that point to set off a certain feeling of, of that inner of that inner life that until that point you haven't experienced at all. But the Rebbe says that it's, it can't. The Rebbe says it's, it's one of these two things. It can't be anything else. Either you're not in the war or you're not you're not into anything. You're just not connected to the self. That's something I think we should try to, to take to heart. We don't know exactly, you know, how do we go about doing it? But, it, but we could use the Seyfet Sabazim a little bit as, a, as, a, as a, an introduction to the, to the subject. That's why one of the things that Rabbi Nachman always emphasized, and I've mentioned many times over the years, Rabbi Nachman used to say that, that one should change his Torahs and make them into Tfilas. Take your Torah and make it into Tfilas. Which means when you learn something, when you learn something, you shouldn't just walk away with, with a, a piece of, of the intellect, with a piece, with a piece of information. And so when you learn something, for instance, so we went through this whole heart-wrenching thing about the Rebbe's loss of his son. So a person could come out of that and could, could make from that to make it feel that Hashem help me to always protect my children help me to always to, that I should feel how precious my children are the way that the PSS the Rebbe felt the preciousness of his children help me that I should never leave them when they're in trouble when they're in pain and so on it's a serious thing you change something that you learn for a minute you don't always write it down sometimes you write it down but if not for a minute you learn, you're learning some halachas you, even if you're learning something as, as mundane as Hilchus Gzela, as the laws of the laws of, of theft of stealing, so change into a tefillah. You can do that every single day. You have to have some imagination, and you and, and you work on yourself to, to help me, Shalom, that in every in every respect, in every every respect, that that my hands should be clean from taking something that God that's not mine. And, and and that's that's when the the Torah that you're learning, the Torah that you're learning begins to change your life. It's not just a it's not just a cold thing. It's not just a piece of information. You see that there are certain Jews and they'll, they'll hear Shiurim and they draw out from the Shir a lemaisa. Right. So during the time they were learning Christmas this year, we're learning Zayla. Or last year, we're learning different yarn. So there have been, well, Hashem, you know, there, there, there have been people who, you know, you think about. So this Indian, maybe how could I be mistaken? This. And I'm not saying everybody thinks like that. You just might not talk about it. But you know, how could I be mistaken something? How could I fix something? That person's in the Muhammad. Then you have another person who could sit and he could she he could hear she and plays 120. It's, it's, it's always a fianim. It's always talking about someone else. Let me just end. I mentioned to you once that 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 in the uh, this is actually I think that Shalom Shadron wrote over that in Shari Chesed 
there were a lot of there were a lot of gedolim that lived in Shari Chesed. Rabbi Shlomo Zamorbach lived there. Rabbi Sipa Frank. It was a place that a lot of the tzaddikim gathered in that little neighborhood in Yushalayim. It's about by the Grosh Shul over there. So there was a there was a Maisa that Rabbi Shalom said. Rabbi Shalom between Mincha Marv, as Rabbi Shalom used to between Mincha Marv used to used to uh, used to give a shmuz of some sort. And he was a great magid. And what happened was that one day, the day before, there was a woman that, that, that approached Rabbi Shalom in the street and said to Rabbi Shalom that I'm having. I'm having problems with my husband. He doesn't talk to me in a nice way. And she was complaining to Absalom. So Absalom, the next day, when he was, that she was always in shul. Her husband was in shul. So Absalom said, he's going to talk about Shalom Bayes and have to talk to a wife properly. But he, in the shmuz. Like, not to get the guy, but in the shmuz. But he wanted to get, you know, so he wanted to hit the guy. But in the shmuz. So, <clears throat> who used to dive in there also? Rabbi Sazam and Meltzer. He said, Davin, the great Mr. Shiva. So Shalom said, Rabbi Sazam is sitting there at the table in the back. And he's saying over the Shemuz about how, how men don't always talk respectfully to their wives. And, and Rabbi Sazam starts to pound on the table. Gewalt, gewalt. And, and this guy, the guy, the guy he meant it for, is like, you know, and Rabbi Sazaman, Rabbi Sazaman was the softest and kindest, gentlest being. So Rabbi Sazaman says, oh, he's going to have to work on it. And Rabbi said, I felt terrible. And, and, he, and he said that, and then after, after the whole thing, so Shalom runs over to him, and he runs up to Rabbi Sazaman, and he said, he says, Shalom, you don't know how you helped me. Shalom. Rabbi Sazaman says, Shalom, you know how you helped me. I mamish needed to work on this Indian, and you, and, you know, your mamish helped me. The other guy just looked out, he could say, like, oh, it was a good talk, you know. You hear that? It's two different Jews. That's that's a person. That's the difference between these two people. Rabbi Zalman was a yid that lived with a cheshbon. He was a, a yid that worked. He was in the milchama. So when you're in the milchama, if you hear some good advice, how to win the war, it's good. If you're not in the milchama, they're always talking about somebody else. It's always what's going on in Pakistan and Afghanistan. But but not by me. There's no milchama by me. More hashan. Rabbi Zalman was in the milchama. So therefore, everything where he, any, anywhere where he, he heard, he was always looking for tips. How could I be victorious today in my Muhammad? How could I win today? So then, Rabbi Shalom said, and that's what it said, even if they heard from a child. If it would have been a nine-year-old boy that would have said it, Rabbi Shalom would have thanked him also. Everybody else would have thought, oh, he's a kid, you know, what does he know about life? Rabbi Shalom would have thanked him. It didn't make a difference about the Tzaddikim. I'm in a Muhammad. That's a good piece of advice. Shkayach. I'm grateful to you for that advice. That's when you're in the Mulchama. If you're not in the Mulchama, you could be listening to Absalom's Shmuz, and you could be, you could be listening to my Shabbat, and you're looking at him, you're looking at your watch, and it's an interesting Shmuz, my Shabbat is an interesting talk. That's, that's, that's a chilik. To be Gichashman. When you hear something in Torah, you can draw it into your life. You have to bring it to something which is Lamaisib, but pile, and how you could be a better Jew. That's how a Jew learns Torah. Okay, I'm